Gentlemen. Hey. Hey now. Hey now. Hey now. Hey. Welcome back. Hey now. <laughs> hey now. Hmm. Right on. How you boys doing? How we feeling? Woo. Greg. Oh, man. Mm. You sound I'm, remote. You sound remote. We're, we're getting a delay in your voice. you through there. a lamp. Yeah. I have a little bit of a, uh, I, I jerry-rigged a lamp with my, it's, it's a whole to-do. Uh, but uh, I, hopefully you guys hear me all right. Um, it's funny that you would hear a delay today because we're actually in the same time zone. I'm in Philadelphia. Mm. Oh, right yeah. on. That should be cool. What, right. brings you down, what brings you out east? Well, um, I was doing some dates with you-know-who. Who's that? <laughs> I don't the know. The Red Knot Chili Peppers. Oh. As Three usual. There they are. Wow. Before the intro. Three Chili yeah. And you know, anytime I come out. I'm just out, happy that the sound effect worked. That's all. Yeah. Yes. Well. Good job, buddy. So, so when I get out to the East Coast or close to it, I usually stay, see family. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so that's why I'm here for the week. Um, and... Looking forward to uh, you know it's it's a it's a it's a different vibe, but I'm I'm kind of used to it. It's part of my life. I, I I would say I'm pretty legit bi coastal. Have been for a while, but um, that's these brave of last, you to, to admit. Yeah, well, it's, it's good. Yeah. yeah. Well, so the last uh, yeah, I did uh, some shows Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday in the Midwest, and it were it was great. They were consistently good shows. Mm-hmm. Um, the band sounded great. Um, we had a lot of fun, but it definitely took something out of us. Like by the end, our singer was raspy, which is very unusual. He's usually really on top of, and he's always on top of it, but it's just, you know, there's only so much you can do in that, in those conditions. It was chilly, yeah. you know, it wasn't that brutal, but luckily the, uh, all the venues were great. The crowds were great. Um, Sweet. we got, nice. got her done and, um, so, I, but I was, it was, sleep was a little harder to come by than it usually is. Mm, and, okay. um, so I had to, I had to catch up a little bit today. You all know how that is. Mm. I do. Yeah. I do. <laughs> do indeed. Yeah. But I did recover a lot today and I've been looking forward to, uh, catching up with you boys. Uh, who, how yes. are you guys doing? Who's fun? Who's I, I, I just realized that I missed the memo. Um, you guys have coordinated your dress for this evening and I, oh, yeah. Didn't, uh, yeah. I didn't get that. You guys are wearing calendar. matching flannels. Yeah. Woo-hoo. February 6th, yeah. red flannel. <laughs> That's right. Dang yeah. it. I guess I should check my emails. It's there. It's, I don't know about it. <laughs> you email. guys are back did on we, the email train now. Well, no, it's just the calendar. Yeah. Oh, the, you should check it out. Check calendar. Yeah. Right, the Google calendar. I, right. I haven't checked that for a while. I it guess just I says should check it out. Record on Monday. That's all it says. <laughs> for the next nine years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> In perpetu- end time, never. <laughs> <laughs> Just assume ch- red checkered flannel from now on, Jay. Come on. I noted. Noted. Yeah. You got right. it. Thank you. All right. We'll see. <laughs> well, I'm doing good. I'm recovering from a uh, fun weekend. Got to got to play a fun gig, a birthday gig uh, for our friend Miss Janine Wilson. Oh, uh, yes. Cool. Happy birthday, yeah. Janine. I sent her a yeah, note birthday, and I Janine. saw a clip. I saw a clip you posted of the gig. Is that that was from the oh, gig, yeah. correct? It was. It was. Yeah, posted that on Facebook. Um, dude, it was cool. We played at uh, a meadery. A Maryland, meatery. Um, no, no, no. Not a meat. Not a meadery. That, that's what I thought it was. <laughs> a, a meadery. Oh, a meadery. A place in which they produce mead. Just, just right. A, okay. Did they have meat though? Ah, uh, they did not. No meat. Well, uh, they, I think they did. They had like little mm. Jamaican beef patties. Yeah. So they did have that meat. That counts. 
Ten percent of your crowd thinks they're coming for meat. I would have been. Exp- I would have been. <laughs> man, barely so meat, disappointed. Meat-ry. Yeah, I mean, I, and I hey, love Jimmy, meat. This but... is where the magic's happened. <laughs> no, it was cool. It, yeah, the, all they do is sell nothing but mead. They, if you go in there looking for a beer or uh, water or no meat, dice. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no luck. But uh, the mead was pretty good. Have you guys ever had mead? I love it's honey. It's made with honey, right? It is. It's alcohol made with honey. Yeah. Greg's down with the mead. I am down with mead. I uh, the first time I ever had it was the the Maryland Renaissance Fair. There you go. That's the perfect place to have it. This is a nectar of the gods. I love this. (laughs) It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. I I, you know, but I never think about it. You know, it's like it's never like on the on the top of my list when I'm ordering. Mm, Got to get me some mead. Mm, No. You know, but uh, um, another time that I've had it is uh, our friend uh, friend of the show Tim Donnelly, the singer of the Resilient. He makes mead. Ooh, they, oh, really? They actually have bees. His, his wife, uh, Kelly, looks after the bees. She's got the whole outfit and the whole thing. The yeah. bees? Yeah, they, wow. Yeah, they're, yeah. Hard, they're hardcore, man. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Shout out to Well, it was, a, it was an interesting experience and a great show. Huge turnout, and it was a great show. And so, yeah, it was a lot Beautiful. of fun. Beautiful. How about you? Well, you sounded great, man. You sounded great, by the Thank way, Thank you. I, I heard Appreciate you ripping that. some country licks and... Uh, I try you know, my best. Just get I, try it on. My best. I believe it, you know it's funny because uh, you know I taught Janine some some guitar uh, lessons for for a while there, and uh, I you know it's like ah oh, yeah yeah I remember working on this song with her you know and uh, <laughs> but she 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 always and I, she always prioritizes the, the the vocals yeah you know and so when she when sometimes the chords get away from her because she's she's focused on the on the vocals but it doesn't mm-hmm. matter because you guys are you guys are backing her up and uh, you got some some yeah. real professionals behind her. Nice. <laughs> yeah, no, you guys kept it cooking, and she could appreciate it. You know, she could sing and 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 get it, get into it, and it was cool. It was cool to see. So happy birthday, Janine! Yeah. Very How about cool. you, Nick? What's up, man? Um, I, this evening I actually went to uh, a performance that Cam did at. It was at the local high school, uh, the the high school that's nearby, and I was like, "Huh, oh, that's interesting," and I realized, "Oh, we had this when we were kids. This is all county band." All county band. Sure. Except they all call county. it they call it all stars of the arts. Ah. Um, and, and what was cool though, so the, you know, like the first two pages are basically fine print of every kid that's participating, but then the next like four pages were, it was a really nice spread. Just all, it was a breakdown of all the different things that music education does for like the human brain development. Um, oh. and it was really cool. So I sat and read that and enjoyed the, uh, enjoyed the performances. It was, it was, it was quite, quite lovely. Nice. Man, well, when you when you said spread, I thought I was imagining like charcuterie, you know. Mm, yes, well, there was no there's no meat, there's no meat <laughs> nor mead at the at the arts or, you know, all stars of the arts. The times have changed. Yeah. So, but I but I read it and I was like, hell the yeah, high school cool. you went to, Greg, was very different than when yeah you know, where yeah, we yeah. were. <laughs> yeah, man. In, yeah, in France there was meat. <laughs> well, these were elementary school I, 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 kids I, I, performing at the high school because they have right, they, right, they right, have the, right. they can handle the capacity. But still, you know, in France. Yes. I mean, yeah. Sure. Yeah. No. Well, yeah. No, France. Yeah. That's oh, people. There'd been a riot if there was no meat at the Al County. <laughs> that's uh, serve wine in middle school. Yeah. yeah. Meat and mead. You got the meat and mead. Meat and mead Mondays. <laughs> meat and green. all right meat and that's meat. all i got all right, all right. <laughs> well that that actually reminds me of two things and not to prolong oh this intro anymore but um that's too late music education my next door neighbor two houses down is a music teacher at an mm. elementary school and he's awesome. agreed to come on the podcast because i just want to hear crazy ass stories 
of him trying to teach elementary schools how to teach oh, elementary man. school students. God bless to, them. Right. All right. I mean, my goodness, yeah. uh, being an elementary school teacher is hard enough, but trying to, you know, teach well, a room full of 15 violins. Can we, get, can we get like one or two heartwarming stories? Oh, sure. I'm sure he has. Them. Okay. Excellent. All right. <laughs> I, hope, I, I hope. Well, just, you know, nope. I, just horror show. I was, I was a, a, <laughs> a private teacher after school at a elementary school in DC for a long time. Oh, okay. So I wasn't teaching a room full. I had them one at a time. Yeah. But even that was crazy. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them I still teach, and they're in college now. Wow. Look at mm. you. wild. Yeah, and they're incredible. Incredible kids, you know? But uh, whew, the ones that ended up, that I'm still with, I never would have guessed. Really? Right One okay. in particular. I was after, the, after two lessons, I was like, I, am going, I might strangle this kid. I don't know. What, you know, what is his damage? And now he's like, you know, now he's tearing it up. And he's in New York. And like, just, yeah. There you, mm. go. you never That's know. That's so cool, beast. man. The Black anyway, Swan. Indeed. And the other thing that reminds me of local performances is that mm. you, Mr. Nick Klein, and me. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to we, go. We are going to a show this Friday. We're going to This what? is going to be a cool show. Check Check this out. Out. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's going to be a soiree. <laughs> just just going to be the two of us. Yeah. Dress ah, up pretty Leaving the kids at home. Yep. Mm. Get this. We are going to see, and this is courtesy of my mother, Debbie Flager. Thank you so much, Debbie. Thank Appreciate you so it. much. One of her Christmas gifts to me was, we're going to see Wynton Marsalis Ooh. and the yeah. London, uh, not the London Symphony Orchestra. <laughs> <laughs> All the way the Lincoln, from London. The Lincoln Center. But jazz, whatever his group is that he leads at the yeah, Lincoln, Lincoln Center. Yeah, Lincoln Center, I believe. Yeah, yeah. We're going to cool. go see them in Chambersburg, Pennsylvania. Mm. Now, Chambersburg was like one of two quote-unquote big cities yeah, near it's where like the nearest I grew metro up. from Waynesboro. Right? right, right. So if you go 20 minutes north, you're in Chambersburg. You go 20 minutes mm-hmm. south, you're in Hagerstown. And those were yeah. quote unquote big cities to me. So getting to see him in Chambersburg, Pennsylvania at the State Theater, the tickets were like 15 bucks because he went in Marcellus. I, I, this, all, this whole thing just blows my mind. But yeah, we're going this, this Friday, awesome. man. It's going to be incredible. It's, it's going to be awesome. Yep. I have it on my calendar. I'm super pumped. So next week. Can't wait. Look forward to a That's recap Friday, of that. Right? It is this Friday. Yeah. Yep. February 10th. Red flannel, cool. boys. Don't forget. That's Red exactly right. Thank you. Thank you. Got it on my calendar. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get this bad boy started. Let's do it. How about it? You should check it out. Yes, that's right. You are tuned in to You Should Check It Out. Just a bunch of flannel-loving guys <laughs> hanging out with you on this beautiful Thursday. Happy to be here with you. This is episode 183, and my name is Jay. I'm Nick. And I'm Greg. We have an awesome show for you tonight. I have a quiz for the boys. I'm coming out of the oh. gate strong with a quiz, and they okay. don't even know what oh, it's about. God. They got nothing. No I couldn't reveal anything idea. without giving them a head start, so you guys are will be as surprised as they are. Okay. But it's going to be awesome. Right. I can guarantee you that. Okay. Whatever. Nick's, fo- Nick's cool. following up. He's our reporter on the beat. This week. I was there, guys. I was, was there. Exactly. We flew him out to the yeah. Grammys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's going to give me. I a... got stuck in traffic and watched it on TV. Oh. Uh, yeah. But. Okay. It's... Well, I... you got I, some I interviews. Didn't mean to in blow the... the lead. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. All right. Well, I did get. Uh... Yeah, I saw some. Okay. Mm. Saw some. 
Okay. Right. Saw some interviews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw a bunch. Yep. Guys, Beyonce was late for the Grammys because of traffic. That's okay. True. This is oh, not just the same this traffic jam as you. So, yeah, I was just way further back. Sure. That's funny. Like, right. I, you know, yeah. I, I I was at home. Hey, I'm I'm the least surprised she was late because you know I drive around that city. I can tell you, it's no joke. <laughs> yep. Don't give him any excuses, Greg. Please. All right, fine. Thank you. Well, but okay. speaking of Greg, he's going to be giving us a little bit of heavy rotation. Am I blowing the lead there? Is this official a heavy mm, rotation this week? I don't know. I, it, it, it's kind of up to you guys because it, it's more. Um, I don't is know if I have heavy? a bit. This is just. This kind or is of, this a heavy flirtation? It might be a heavy flirtation. You know, I like. It. Yeah, yeah, heavy flirtation <laughs> is. It, it, is uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That this would be heavy flirtation number two because last time okay. I played it's a bit, but. Um, yeah, I'll be talking about a a, a, a band that is uh, on the rise. Yeah, man. Um, called Sleep Token. So we'll, okay. we'll be talking about that. Sweet, cool. sweet. Well, I'm very excited about that. But let me get things started here. Now that we're 15 minutes into this beautiful program, mm-hmm. um, by another band that just came out with a new album. I'd say they're on the rise. I hate to say it, but Pitchfork pointed me in the direction of this band. They had them as one of the okay. best new albums that's, that's come out recently. The name of the band is Paranool, and okay. they are a Korean band. Yeah, and okay. really, really kind of cool pop rock stuff. And uh, I wanted to play a song off their new album. It's called Arrival. Check this out. Pretty cool Some stuff, trail- huh? I hear a little trail of dead in there. Yes, and you'll notice sure. by the trail of yeah, dead, yeah. no doubt. Yeah, there's also a lot of comparisons that have been made to like Smashing Pumpkins. Mm, um, okay, yeah. And if you yeah. listen to the rest of that track, it's seven minutes long. It's cool. It goes from this whole kind of pop epic thing, and then fades out in this quiet part, and then it's just like this guitar orchestra fade out, really long fade out. It's really, really cool. Yeah, power pop rock stuff, but a little yeah. proggy. A little bit complicated, the, the drums complicated are really melodic changes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, and the drums. Yeah, really cool album. The, the album is called After the Magic. Just came out. Really cool. Go check that out. 
But guys, Ooh. looking Good around time. the old internet today, and I saw an article about Elton John. You guys know that he's on his farewell tour, right? Fourth, fifth. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> but I think this is the official one. This is his farewell yellow brick oh. road tour. Okay. Until the next one. Right. And it has just become the highest grossing tour of all really? time. Yes. Jeez, yeah. Louise. Yeah. $800 million so far and counting. He's not done yet. Jeez. Holy crap. Yeah. But he's been, it's, it's been happening for a while now, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, he started in America and then. He was in Australia. Our friend Tejon actually saw him in Australia. Really? Yeah, on that tour. So I really want to get him on the show to to hear about that. Yeah. Um, is this is are the, are the ticket sales getting ridiculous in like large cities? Is that the? I have is that to. The, I have to imagine. I can't imagine that you can get a ticket for Elton John for less than three hundred, four hundred dollars, something like that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Especially on his uh, second or fourth, fourth uh, farewell mm-hmm. tour. Right, yeah. exactly. Who knows when this will happen again? I'm pretty sure he's just saying goodbye to this one album. <laughs> right. Exactly, exactly. No, no I, didn't mean, more I, never meant my, I never meant my career. I never meant my career. <laughs> just this particular yeah. album. Just this particular song. We'll be back next year. <laughs> what? <laughs> but this article, as interesting as that was, took me, because the purveyors of that data are a media company named Polestar. 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 P O L L S T A R. And they are. I, I mentioned them. Uh, I mentioned them last week uh, when I was talking about the Kane stats. Oh, excellent! I, I yeah. should pay. I should pay they're, more they're, attention, Greg. Sorry. Yeah, that's all right. So we got a treasure <laughs> trove of data. Is that what I'm hearing? You got some they're the, data. They're the official like. They're, they're they're the official like source of ticket sales and revenue and grosses of tours. And that is exactly and right. Couldn't have said it better myself, Greg. They have been doing that since 1980. As kind of a patting themselves on a the back moment, they issued this past summer, back in July, a list of the top grossing and ticket selling performers since they have started tracking the data in 1980. Mm. So this is a really kind of cool list. And don't yeah. look it up. Okay. Because I'm going to be quizzing you guys <laughs> on this list. Oh. <laughs> cool. Okay. We're going to be talking about like the biggest names in live performance, in music, okay. and some other stuff too, but mainly music. Um, right on. So this is cool. They pr- published two lists. Like I said, one is the top grossing, just how much money they've made since 1980. And the mm-hmm. other one is mm-hmm. ticket sales. Now, why would they split this up? They say that ticket sales is a useful metric because, quote, monetary values have evolved and grown considerably throughout the four-decade Polestar era. And the value of a concert gross in 1982 is not an apples-to-apples comparison to the gross value for a performance this year. But one ticket is still just one ticket, regardless of the year or decade it was sold. Which I think is a valid point. 100%. So, for for most of this quiz, guys, we're going to be going on tickets sold. Right? So you don't have to worry about adjusting. Right. You don't have to worry about adjusting for inflation or anything like that. Okay. Okay. So try to keep this in mind as we're going through that, you know, Artists that have been around since 1980 are going to have a leg up, right? Yep, because this is going to be cumulative. Right, exactly. Across other tours, yeah. Okay. Right. <clears throat> so we're going to go back and forth, but this first, this first question is for both of you. Based on tickets sold since 1980, name as many of the top 10 touring artists as you can 
and you'll get one point each. We're going to go back and forth okay, until we dry up. <laughs> and you get one point for each view for each artist that you can guess in the top 10. Okay? So I'll flip a coin. This is going to be... Greg, we're going to start with you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Any artist in the top 10? Bruce Springsteen. Bruce Springsteen is a ding. He comes in at number four. Bruce Springsteen in the East East band at 20 million tickets one point to greg nick uh and they've got to be a band it's not solo performers no they're solo performers no, as well. and he's any like bill yeah you know i, I don't i don't know why the, i gotta get this guess out of my out of the way so that i can actually think about this question more um is madonna on there madonna is not on the list <laughs> not in the top 10 anyway now, nick, nick that would that was actually my second guess so ironically she right. is in the top <laughs> she is in the top grossing but not in top ticket sales. So. Okay. All right, Greg, back to you. So this 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 is this is number of tickets sold, right? Total Those number just... of tickets sold. Okay, got it, got it. All right, uh, Metallica. Metallica is a ding. Wow. With, uh, they are number six with 19.4 million tickets sold since 1980. Good one. Nick, back to you. 19.4 million tickets sold, and then Bruce Springsteen was how many? 20. Metallica really nipping at the boss's heels there. Seriously. Is Bob there's Dylan lot, on there? There's a lot of surprising names on this. Uh, Bob Dylan is not one of them. Do you want a second guess or are you just like fishing at the water there? I don't know. Um, uh, oh, we got to get that as a guess. I mean, are we keeping score here? What's going it was, on? It, it right. was a guess. <laughs> <laughs> that was a guess. So, all right, Greg, Over two. Greg, back to you. <laughs> so, well, look, just because you brought him up, Elton John. Elton John, absolutely. See, that's how you play the game, Nick. He's All not right. 3 nil. <laughs> Billy Joel. Elton John has 19.7 million tickets sold. All Billy right. Joel. Billy Joel is a ding. You got there it. You go. Billy there Joel. You go. I'm, I'm pulling for you, buddy. Come on. I know. I know. <laughs> Billy Joel comes in at number eight with 16.9 million tickets sold. We still have one, two, three, four, five, six left. Greg. It's interesting because... You know, some bands were maybe were like not active for like a decade around yeah. this time. You know, yeah, yeah. Okay, the consistency of it. There are still some really big names out there for you guys. No, of course, um, no doubt. Is not one. Of them. Um, <laughs> no doubt is not one. What of them. about Sorry. Red Hot Chili Peppers? Oh, I was going to say Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Not on the list. Not on the list. Nick Klein. Man. Oh, Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson. Not yeah. on the list. You guys are digging too deep. You need to think. ACDC. Bigger. ACDC. Uh, Not on the list. Nick Glenn. <laughs> uh, we're thinking two. Aerosmith. Aerosmith is a good guess. I think they came in at 11. Oh. Brutal. No, I'm sorry. They came in at 12. Greg. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift is an excellent guess. Yeah, she's, she's new. She's too new. She's too new. She is too new. Think about bands that were huge in the 80s and 90s and now. Bands that I love. Bands you love. These are all your bands. This is why you're excited about this. Um, <laughs> not all my bands, but many of them. But it's not only that. They also need to tour frequently. They do. Because there's, right. there's, there's bands that'll sell out. I'm going to guess The Who. The Who is a great guess. Perfect. Greg. All right. Rolling, Rolling Stones. The Rolling Stones. Thank you. 22 oh. millions. They come in at number three on this list. I should also say that they are the top grossing band. 22 billion dollars. 
22B with a billion. Okay. All right. That's one big one off the list. You still got the Rolling top two. Stones, check. Still got the top two. Mm -hmm. Is Stevie Wonder on there? He doesn't talk. Nope. Greg? I'm going to have to guess Paul McCartney. Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood Mac. That was going to be I, I will say that you guys are missing. There's one big one that you guys are missing. The rest of them are kind of, they're kind of ones that right, you wouldn't necessarily right. guess. This is like Family Feud. <laughs> it's, it's I'm your man, point, Steve yeah. Harvey. We got a good one for you today. <laughs> Greg, <laughs> you've been the top fan since 1980. Uh, uh, Go. <laughs> Pink Floyd. <laughs> How about Lady Gaga? Lady Gaga. Let's see it on the board. Sorry. How about Kiss? Kiss. Oh, that's a good guess. Give me Kiss. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> well, we escaped the first round. You guys got five out of ten. I appreciate okay. that. All right. Um, what's We're left? halfway there. All right. Oh, Bon Jovi's probably one of them. Bon Jovi Bless is it. one of them. Yes. 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 <laughs> I thought you. And then I bought was like Bon Jovi for Kiss. <laughs> you know what? I had I had that in my mind when you were explaining the game, and then it just wow. frizzled out of there when during the explanation, and then yeah. The, yeah. Bon, yeah, bon Jovi, Jovi is, definitely was. I was like, I was like, I, I should have been writing this down. Damn it. All right. Three, four, five. You didn't say I can't six. write stuff down. Nope. Absolutely. Do whatever you, didn't you need. Say that. Bon Jovi is number seven with 17.7 .7 million tickets sold since 1980. I'm going to start from the bottom here. Number 10. Okay. The Grateful Dead. Uh, wow. 15.5 million tickets sold. Uh, okay. Number nine, and this is possibly the biggest surprise on this list Kenny Chesney. Kenny yeah. Chesney. Kenny wow. Chesney. Does he just tour? Is he just like nonstop on the road? I guess so. Hey, man. Country. There's a lot of people who like country music. Sure. <laughs> yeah. 16.4 million. I never would have picked the, that. I never well, would have picked Kenny I, I, Chesney. Well, well he, picked, he picked Willie Nelson. I, I, I'm surprised yeah. Kenny Chesney sells more than Willie Nelson. That's a fair point. I must just tour you more guys got Bon Jovi. Number two. Mm -hmm. This is going to blow your mind. This is number two on number the list? Number two on the list. Do you want to give a hint? It's a band that you and I have gone to see. Is it Radiohead? No, it's not Radiohead. Not Radiohead. If it's Father John Misty, I'm going to... No, are you kidding me? Number two? <laughs> I, know, right. I, just, I know. I'm just kidding. Dave Matthews Band. Oh, hey, my God. Because they tour Matthews, so much. Number two. With oh, 23 million tickets sold. Wow. Is Fish number one? If Fish is number one, I'm going to... Fish is like number bit. 13. Fish okay. is number 13. <laughs> Which, number, wait, but by the way, no, 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 no hate against fish. I, I, I saw fish. I love fish. I'm with you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Number one, you two. Oh, oh. right, you two. They don't count. No. <laughs> <laughs> They're right. They don't count. <laughs> they don't count. Twenty-six million tickets right. sold. All right, right on. Mm. So there you got your top ten. I was gonna award you a bonus point if you were able to guess number eleven. Actually, I was gonna award anybody like the winner of the game if they were able to get number eleven. But I'm not even going to play that game. It's Trans Siberian Orchestra. What? Yes, God. it's funny. I, I've seen them actually. My, uh, my buddy <laughs> well, see, Aaron Geller. There you go. That's my point. He, he, Cause, yeah, he, yeah, because they yeah, yeah they do the Christmas tour for like thirty exactly. years. Fifteen right. million. I was right. definitely like, let, get me out of here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I question two. This is for Greg. Uh, this is just for you. Okay. True or false? Okay. Jimmy Buffett has sold more tickets since 1980 than Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. I'm going to go with true. That is a true for one point. Yeah. Uh, it's an abomination, but it's true. Yes. Buffett yeah. has racked in 13 million, and I think he sits at number 
Number 14, right behind Aerosmith. Okay. But next question is to you, Nick. Who has sold more tickets since 1980, Pearl Jam or Red Hot Chili Peppers? Red Hot Chili Peppers. Really? Sorry. The answer is Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam, really? 7 million. They didn't tour for like seven million. I, I didn't create the data. 7 million, wow. 600,000 tickets versus Red Hot Chili Peppers, 6 million, 800,000. Hmm. All right. Nip it at the heels, though. And uh, Chili Peppers on their biggest tour right now. They've, they've grossed. Uh, yeah, you just wait. Well, I, I don't want to. They, 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 there was a 60 Minutes piece about them that aired yesterday. That was I heard about that, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. All right, Greg, All right. next one anyway. to you. Who has sold more tickets, Tool or Neil Young? This is like in their entire career or in, within a span? Since 1980. Cumulative. Oh, since 1980. I'm going to go with Tool. You're going to go with Tool? Yeah. You are correct. Yeah. And it's well, close. Tool, 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 like, I mean, they did clubs for like the first year and then that was it. Right on. Uh, you know, that's a good guess. It wouldn't huge. have been my guess, that's for sure. But Tool has uh, no, sold I, four, four and a half million versus Neil Young, three point seven million tickets. It's just because I, Neil Young plays more intimate shows. Yeah. All right. So now we're going to get into a little bit. If we divide the gross revenue, okay, by the total tickets sold, mm, we can get a rough approximation yeah. of average ticket price, right? Yeah. So, okay. With that in mind, now this is not perfect, but we've never aimed for perfect on this show, but. Nope. If we, Yet somehow we achieve it. <laughs> we do, every time. Thank you. Every time. It's amazing. <laughs> if we use that metric, who in the top 10 has the lowest ticket price? So those bands would list? be U2, Dave Matthews Band, Rolling Stones, Bruce, Elton John, Metallica, Bon Jovi, Billy Joel, Kenny Chesney, Grateful Dead. The lowest ticket price. I'll say the Grateful Dead. The Grateful Dead is correct. Yeah. Absolutely. Job, would, and it's not even been, close. It's not no. even close. Yeah. So yeah. the average ticket price for the Grateful Dead based on this metric is $21.44. Wow. <laughs> and to give you an idea of some of the other names, uh, it ranges from $81 for U2, uh, $97 for the Rolling Stones, Oh, wow. $74 for Bon Jovi, $46 for Dave Matthews Band, and $21 for The Grateful Dead. So they got something going for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would have that been my guess. I, I, I'm, I'm imagining Fugazi was nowhere near the top of the list. <laughs> <laughs> like, All right, uh, Greg. Only like $5 the most, like, you know, right. whatever. Like <laughs> <laughs> All right, Greg, using the exact same formula, Hey which, which of the following artists has the highest average ticket price out of Paul McCartney, Eagles, Beyonce, Celine Dion? I'm going to go with Paul McCartney. Paul He's McCartney. A He's up there. That is incorrect. His average ticket price is $114. Um, 114? 114. Uh, next up is the Eagles at 119 dollars mm -hmm. celine dion has the mm. highest average ticket price out of that the was entire my, list was, at 124 dollars mm. each i, sh I should have gone with my gut that's what that's what my first guess was she's then a, i was like nah she's the greatest no singer that. in the world that's <laughs> the true. greatest singer yeah, in the world celine dion all right guys two more questions and then we're done now nick you have a chance to catch up here buddy 
I do. Is what we're going to do is we're going to rank the following 90s bands in terms of tickets sold, and you get one point per correct place. You ready? Okay. How many bands am I ranking? Four. Okay. You might want to write them down. I'm going to do that. Okay. You got 311. Okay. You got Nickelback. Oh. You got Green Day. And you got the Bare Naked Ladies. Okay. I'm going to say Green Day, Nickelback, Bare Naked Ladies, 311. Top to bottom? Top to bottom. <laughs> Is that what I supposed to do? I'm sorry. <laughs> you were very close. But it's actually top to bottom. It's Nickelback with 5.6 million. Green Day, 4.7 million. 311, 3.4 million. And Bare Naked Ladies at 3.3 million. All right. But a worthy effort. Hey. We have a champion, Greg Lohman, and you get to take your victory lap on this here last question. Rank the following metal slash hard rock bands in terms of tickets sold. One point per correct place. Okie dokie. You have Van Halen. Mm. Iron Maiden. Ooh. Def Leppard. Ooh. Rush. Mm. I'm going to have to put Def Leppard at the bottom. Okay. I'll put Rush at the top. Okay. I'm going to put, I'm going to go, I'm going to do this. Rush, Iron Maiden, Van Halen, Def Leppard. Rush, Iron Maiden, Van Halen, Def Leppard. So Rush, <laughs> Iron Maiden, last. Van Halen, <laughs> Def Leppard. It's actually Def Leppard at the top. What? Yeah. This guy suck. 11.3 million tickets sold. <laughs> Iron Maiden comes in at second. 9.1 million tickets. Yeah, yeah. They, they, those guys sell tickets, man. That They're still active. Mind. That blew my mind. Rush is you know, third. I mean, do you know? Yeah. Rush sold a lot of tickets, man. They did, they did a lot of tours. Yeah. 8.5 uh, million. And then Van Halen was last? Yeah, Van Halen. I guess that's just... The train wreck of the 80s probably derailed them there, you know? I don't know. Yeah. Well, 7.4 you know, million. It's, it's still a lot. <laughs> it it's still a ton of derail them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and they're, yeah. they're all top 50 of the Yeah, Iron sold. Maiden, uh, you know, they, I might have brought this up on the pod already, but, you know, they, they still tour around. Apparently their show is ridiculous. You know, it's yeah. like massive puppets and stuff. Like, when I say puppets, I mean, like, structures. Right, of like. Right. Their, you know, their characters from their from their albums, but also, um, I don't know if you know this, but their singer Bruce Dickinson is a licensed pilot. I did know that, and he and he flies their like Iron Maiden plane, like they're like <laughs> heavy metal pirates, you know, just <laughs> flying around. That's really? Yeah, really? yeah, yeah. He flies them around. It's crazy. Huh. That's so cool. Well, gentlemen, yeah. I am. Terribly sorry for taking up all this time. I had no idea. That's, I was just having a lot of fun. I hope you guys did that's too. Great. Uh, Greg, yeah. uh, Nick and Greg, you both did great, but Greg did greater. So yeah, he's the winner. Yeah, was, he, he did. He did. He took it home. It's good. It's a, it's, it, it's, it's a difficult, you know, these, these people don't talk about these numbers that much. I attribute it to, to his bi-coastal lifestyle. <laughs> that must be it. It's very yeah. open. He learns a lot. Well, we, you know, listen, listen, we talk about this stuff all the time in the van. Like all the sure. time. There you go. It's 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 sure. the business that we're in. No kidding. All right. Well, thanks again, Beautiful. guys. Nick. Thank you, Jay. You got um, eight and a half minutes. 
I will yeah. make it quick. We're gonna do it. We're gonna do a real quick recap of the Grammys here. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. did you guys, first of all, anybody catch it? Nope. Nah. No? Okay. All right. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, it's fine. Opened up with a uh, very energetic performance by Bad Bunny, which was interesting. I didn't. I had no idea what Bad Bunny looked like, so got to see that. That was cool. It's Puerto Rican guy, right? Uh, yeah. Sorry, I'm eating, I'm eating a Clementine. So you're fine. Yeah, you're fine. Sorry. Puerto Rican, but, right? Um, before the before the show started, um, uh, but before the show was actually started, um, there was like a news alert that uh, Viola Davis won a Grammy for her autobiography "Finding Me," in which actually earned her an EGOT. Yes, uh, mm-hmm. she's the 18th person that has ever gotten an EGOT, yeah. which is the, the Emmy and the Grammy and the Oscar and the Tony. So it's a so really good neat. and useful New York Times crossword puzzle. Yeah. Egot. Yeah. yeah. Egot. Yep. You're absolutely right. It is. Um, Along with India RE. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, uh, but it was, it, honestly, it was a, it was a cool show. There was, there were two obstacles that they, they had to overcome in this show. Okay. Um, the first was uh, whether or not they're going to remain relevant. And there was actually a really cool piece in the Times that they talked about. This portion of the show, there was an entire 15-minute stretch, which was an homage to 50 years of hip-hop history. Mm-hmm. Um, and what the what they did apparently is they is that they got a fellow Academy member, um, Questlove, uh, to basically be in charge of putting this thing together. Nice, good choice. Um, and he got so many old hip-hop artists that had previously never attended or or had previously boycotted the the Grammys for for the fact that uh, for a long time the Grammys did not give much acknowledgement to 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 rapper hip hop sure. and he had the, and he had like a really impassioned like way that he would go about doing it which is just like we didn't get recognized then but they're trying to make up for it now and we got to and we got to keep that relevant and and we have to bridge the next generation and and validate that nice. by you guys by us being there like we have to go there to make you know, and, and it was actually it was a it was a pretty cool piece. That's um, excellent. That's excellent. Yeah. Cool. cool yeah. Cool. And there was they had uh there was Grandmaster Flash, uh, LL Cool J, and uh a and a bunch of newer ones that I don't know anything about. But um, but it was actually a really cool. It was a cool performance. Um, and then the the second thing, which is my song pick for this evening, is they had to do, they had to do Wilco Wright. Is what they had to do. They had to do Wilco, right? So, so funny thing is, <laughs> this is the hip hop segment. <laughs> no, right. this is this is this I'm is kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. this is the second wrong that the Academy had to had to had to write. Okay. Um, and and it's not to say that that actually makes it right. That that the Quest loves embarking on that and, and this fifteen minute homage. Apparently, later in the summer, the Academy's doing like an entire special just about the history of hip hop and yeah. So, um, but uh, I, I had no idea. But Yankee Hotel Foxtrot. Right. Won two mm. Grammys last night. What? Um, the, what? Yes, it won two Grammys last night uh, for mm. best. Hold on, I have to pull this up right now. Let me just get this up here. Listeners, if you don't know this album for whatever reason, it came out in what two thousand one. Yes. Yeah. It came out in two. Yes. Or yeah, somewhere around there. Um, best historical album. What? Yankee Hotel Foxtrot twentieth anniversary super deluxe oh, edition. Geez. One and best, best album notes. <laughs> oh. 
notes. That was weird, isn't it? On his headphones. God. <laughs> that was weird. Did you just say best weird, liner man. notes? Best album notes. Album notes. Wow. Like best they notes are... played? <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, that's a stretch, but okay. Um, and this, well, we haven't, this, we, we haven't yeah. read them. They're really good. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Got, I, I got the CD All back right, here somewhere. Yeah, I'm them out. So anyway, so yes, so they got this award and, um, and Pitchfork made it seem like this was, uh, this was past due to them. Um, but I thought it was funny. And, uh, for that reason, that is my song pick. So can we listen to something off of, uh, <laughs> off of Grammy winning, uh, Yankee Hotel Foxtrot, please? I'd love to. That'd awesome. be great. Thank you. Someone saying that's the American Kid A, which I thought was a pretty interesting same year uh, take right. on it. Yeah, or oh. no, no, the year after. Yes. Anyway, so yeah, it was uh, it was actually it was actually a pretty cool Grammy uh, this this year round. Let me go through some of the top um, the top winners. Album of the year um, was Harry Styles. Harry's house, Mr. Styles. Yes, indeed. Which See, there I, you go, Leah. If you're listening, have and you, Lisa, have you listened yeah. to this, Jay? Have you listened to Harry's I, house? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, oh, I, I, I had to because my sister-in-law Lisa mm-hmm. reached out to us after the last podcast and said, "Hey, can you mention something about Harry Styles? He's really great." He is really. Right. This is me doing that. She's right, <laughs> and it's and it's actually I, it's a really good album. Yeah, it is. I, you yeah. know, it's, I haven't heard this one, but I've learned, I've listened to the other ones, and they're both awesome. Like yeah, yeah for what it is, he, you know, he's it's, it's really good stuff. Yeah, this one honestly doesn't disappoint. It's it's even more. It's even less poppy, more yeah, it's it's really good. Yeah. Cool. Um Best New Artist. Have you guys yes. heard of uh Sam- Samara Joy? Not until last yes. night, or but uh Yeah. How exciting. This is like this really this young uh uh jazz singer and she's yeah. she's phenomenal. Um yeah, and they had absolutely. her come out and do do a do do one of her numbers and it was very, very traditional vocal jazz. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah, so I thought, thought thought that was really cool. Record of the year. This year went to Lizzo about damn right. time. All right, yeah, it is about damn time. Love that song. Song of mm-hmm. the year, another surprise. Miss Bonnie oh. Raitt, just like right. that, man. That yeah. blew my mind. I didn't even know she had a new album out. And what a gracious! Uh, she was lovely. She was so 
it was yeah, it was great. There was she was nothing but class. Nothing She's but the class. best. Yeah. Right on. Um, and yeah, I think that's those are the those are the big ones. Best solo performance, uh, Adele, easy on me. Beyonce has broken the record for right. for most most Grammys won. Yet, um, yet, yet her fans were still upset that she lost to Harry Styles. Unbelievable, <laughs> Queen. Bay. You know, the the fans, the fans of the yeah, they're really they're really. Ah, they actually did that last night as part of the the Grammys. They, they had um, a fan for each of the the nominees. Okay. And talk about why they should win it, and then like these oh, these these fans got to, and they kind of had like a profile on who this person was, and um, and it was highly produced, it was highly put together. Uh, they did a good job with it, and the people seemed authentic. And then mm. they got to meet their meet the art artist. They also had the artists got to choose who introduced them. Oh, um, nice. And which was really interesting because there was for uh, for Sam Smith and and Kim Petras. It was one of Kim Petras's dancers. Um, it was. It was. That's yeah. Brilliant. So it was. And with uh, Harry Styles, it was his old chum from back home who still calls him Gary. Um, which I, I guess <laughs> that's his name. I don't know. Um, so it was. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah I've, well, I've definitely seen worse Grammy Awards. What would he? One, got, what one, got, one other uh, winner was Robert Glasper, like Best R and B. I think. Yeah. Oh, nice. And, uh, and uh, Chris Brown threw a hissy fit on social media, being like, "Who the f is Robert Glasper?" <laughs> Yeah, it's like, well, maybe you should. Uh, Robert Glasper. Yeah, wow. yeah. Well, he's the guy who just whooped your ass. You know, yeah. like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I, Chris Brown's a talented guy, and he, he's a great singer and dancer. But you know, he's kind of a piece of. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, we all we all know he that. He is to you now. All right. Well, he was uh, he was he was that ever since he you know messed up Rihanna's face. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Dave Chappelle won the best comedy album. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, it was it, it was it was a perfectly fine Grammy Awards. Most of the important things are left out, and um, everybody's mad about that. But that's just well, how it is right now. I'm sorry you didn't get to go to the gala. You were stuck in a in, a, in an Uber in LA traffic. Yeah. You but, know, uh, honestly, honest, no. It, it's funny though because Trevor Noah actually, um, Beyonce was not in the building when she tied for the record number of Grammys. Like she hadn't arrived yet. She got there like 45 minutes late. Um, so yeah, I was way in the back of the line. I I, mm. I got there. It, they were yeah. they were just like sweeping up when I came in. Uh, right. But I talked to the I talked to the usher. I sent you the audio. Right. You did. Was he really the usher though, or was he just the guy outside? It was kind of yeah. I don't know. That guy just seemed like a. a he wasn't on. usher. Well, he wasn't he wasn't the usher, but well, first, he was an first, usher. First, you thought it was usher, then it was just an usher, and then it turned out yeah. it was just some homeless guy. That's how the yeah. If this was a sitcom. That's how that would have gone. You're right. Yeah, but, right. But appreciate <laughs> yeah. the uh, the reporting, Nick. Yep, that's that's same uh, time Happy next to year. do it. Happy to do it. <laughs> happy to do it. Mr. Loman, Gregorius. Well, learn us some about some hard music, buddy. Well, look, I'm not going to necessarily say this is hard music, but I've been hearing about this band <laughs> mostly from a Facebook group that I belong to called, and excuse my French, uh, Gent Posting. Ah. That's the name of the, that's the name of the group. <laughs> And uh, I joined it because there were some funny memes that people were sharing, uh, mostly that poke fun at my buddies uh, Misha and Tosin. Uh, oh. Misha Mansour from the band Periphery, Tosin Abasi from Animals as Leaders, and Abasi Concepts, mm-hmm. Abasi Guitars, blah, blah, blah. So uh, not, and it's not necessarily poking fun. It's like a, a kind of a flexing of uh, kind of like how we are. You know, we poke fun at each other. We make fun of each other. You know? We do. In, 
we do. We, do. we have a good time. You know, mm-hmm. in me- but this is in mostly in meme form, right? Right. Uh, okay. You know. Anyway, and suddenly everybody was talking about this band Sleep Token, and I was like, okay. what is this? And I was like, this is def- probably not for me. And then my buddy Nathan from the Resilient was like, did you have you heard about the Have you heard of these guys? And he sent me. Um, a link, and I was actually just about to board my plane to Indianapolis on Wednesday morning. He's like, I'm at LAX at 5.30 a.m. And he sends me, you know, he's up at 8.30 a.m. on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's like, you heard of these guys? And I was like, you know what? I need some fresh music for the plane. I'm just going to yeah. download this right now. And I listened to this stuff, and I was like, you know what? This is pretty awesome. You know, I, I, I was like, this is pretty fresh. I was really taken by it. And so before I play, I, I have a few clips. All I'm going to talk about is this band tonight. Because all right, all right. So but before I, I I play a clip, I want to tell you a little bit about them. So they're from London. They're kind of this genre crossing rock band that's tough to categorize. I think that mm-hmm. I would call it maybe like alternative post metal indie pop. Um, <laughs> okay. Again, okay. but but suddenly it's getting very very popular, yeah. and uh, they're keeping their identities hidden for the sake of having the focus stay entirely on their music so the lead singer right he wears this mask and goes by the name vessel vessel Mm -hmm. and no one knows who it is right and they have this so in january they they, they already had two full-length albums in january they put out four singles and one of them called the summoning just peaked on spotify's viral 50 um at number two and has been sitting at number six for a while now. What's interesting is that this is not like the best metal. This is across yeah. all genres. This, yeah. wow. this song was number two. That's wow. very unusual. And it's like, mm-hmm. when I read that, it, ca- it captured my uh, attention. I also noticed that their stats went from 250,000 monthly listeners to 1.6 million. Wow. Uh, so it just went up six times, like in the last month. So you you kind of want to hear this, right? Yeah, let's hear it. All right, so let's 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 play a clip. Uh, this is the let's summoning. Do it.
dokey. Hot You don't have damn. to stop it there. <laughs> so I got to tell yeah. you, man, I had never heard of these guys before you sent me these clips. I love it. That's I great stuff. I love man. it. It's very so cool. good. <laughs> yeah, these guys, I mean, I'm just like, what? Like, how, where, what's, what's the deal? And, you know, I, the first thing that struck me is the dude's voice. I was like, this oh guy, this, this guy, I've never heard a guy in a metal band sing like this. It's so unique, so different. Yeah. I love it. And, you know, so I started reading. I was like, what do other people think about this guy's voice? And people compared him to Sam Smith. Really? Yeah. Wow. <clears throat> uh, because he, you know, now at the very end of that clip there, you heard the kind of the screaming thing, which mm-hmm. that, that is like 1% of yeah. what he, usually he's singing like you heard him in the rest of the song. But uh, this guy from the uh, a, uh, publication called Metal Hammers called it an odd and unique mix of technical metal and expansive indie soundscapes, which is pretty accurate. And I will say that that song, it goes for like six or seven minutes and it segues from like pummeling metal into this like sexually charged funk coda in the end. Now I, wow. I, I, we, we can't, we can't play the whole song obviously, but go do yourself a favor and listen to the summoning because I will, but, but at the end you're like, wait, what this whole song transformed into something completely different. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. as I mentioned, um, and as you heard, well, I should, I should mention one more thing. They're, they're influenced by, uh, they, they've self-described themselves as influenced by many thi- things, but notably Meshuga and Bonnie. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely heard Meshuga. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. But, and, and <laughs> listen, a lot of their songs, you know, like I said, they have two full length albums. Some of the songs are just chill all the way. So mm-hmm. you can't really classify them as a metal band when you hear that. Cause you're like, well, yeah. Now going back to their whole, you know, aesthetic, as mm-hmm. I said before, the front man goes by the name vessel. He's only done one interview and it was six years ago. Love and it. In, Love the interview, show. in the interview, <laughs> in the interview, he claimed he encountered a deity known as Sleep in a dream, and Sleep promised him glory and magnificence if Vessel followed him. You guys haven't said, encountered Sleep before? Not yet. I'm hoping. He's really real? cool. He's really, yeah, really yeah, great. Yeah. Guy. yeah, great. I guy. often nap in my dreams. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, yeah. He said, uh, the UK is, he told him, the UK is old. Centuries of lore lay buried here. This land has power if you only knew how to use it. So they call their live performances rituals. They call their audiences <laughs> congregations. And they come to worship. <laughs> That's their whole. I caught a couple of their live stuff on YouTube. It's pretty cool. It's, yeah. It's, it's a really unique concept. They're doing like this pop, metal, prog, modern thing that. I can see yeah. why it's catching on. I can definitely and, see why it's catching you know, on. And, what's and, the indie? What's the what's indie about it? Well, let's let, we'll hear a little bit more. But okay, you'll, okay. there's definitely a lot of it in their throughout their catalog. You know, cool. after after listening to it throughout, and also they're I mean, I, as far as I know, they're not on a major label. Okay. I, then, I, I could be I could be wrong about that, but I don't I don't know if they have major support right now. Well, they will they're, soon. Well, yeah, you know it. They have these cloaked backups they're all they're all wearing nobody nobody's face is revealed right the, the drummer the bassist guitarist and now they, and they also have like three backup singers with cloaks on no faces <laughs> awesome. and they don't move they just stand there like the the, the backup singers the other guys are, yeah. are are jumping around there's no audience interaction at all <laughs> they just play the music and leave <laughs> so let's play Love another it. clip this is this song's called chokehold okay. mm. there's another one that came out 
uh, a month ago. When we were made It was no accident We were tangled up like branches Those those vocals are so unique. Mm-hmm. They're really cool. Really yeah, cool. and it's you know the lyrics are strong. I mean, I, here, here's the question I wanted to ask you guys though. Now that I've kind of explained the whole thing, yeah, how do you guys feel about masked or like anonymous artists? How do you feel? You know, because it's like it's so easy to be like, well, that's a that's a shtick that's been done before. I can list off Buckethead, Daft Punk, Gorillas. Ghost, mm-hmm. who's kind of a more recent, but I don't really like their music. That's another thing. <laughs> Slipknot, Kiss, Gwar, you know, like, and then like even non-musically related, like Banksy, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you have this, this, like, how do you like, guys feel? Anonymous artist? Yeah. Like, do, it, 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 I feel like it can add a lot, but it can also be kind of a shtick. It depends on the purpose it serves, I guess. I mean, like for Banksy, he's like trying to make statements. That's um, true. That's the hardest thing. I got excited. I, I tried to not listen because I was like, no, I'm just going to listen to it fresh. Greg likes that more. But I went ahead and listened this evening to some of the stuff. Oh, no, that's fine. You're, yeah, you're alive. And, <laughs> and the, uh, and the, I couldn't, it was, how, it was hard for me to get past the gimmick or feeling like it was a gimmick mm-hmm. uh, because there's like these allusions to darkness because uh, I was kind of like even reading through like, what's, what are these guys like going for or what's, or it, it is to me a better version and a more adept and talented iteration of uh and and greg you did this with i think it was turnstile where it was like it was like a really well done version of of a music that whose whose influences i remember not liking and like so there's like an there's a i'm aware of the bias that i'm bringing to it um but very talented individuals i don't know what the masks are for i i don't know it adds to the mystique I, i dig it i dig it i i put it on the level of like what you mentioned slipknot you know, like mm-hmm. when Slipknot came out, of course that's a, of course it's a gimmick, but th- they're showmen. It's it's an entertainment spectacle, and for me, like Slipknot had that combination of like these these are genuinely crazy up here, or at least act like yeah. they're crazy up here, and they they're wearing were. crazy masks. They, as it turns the out, music they, were. Was, they were named, and the, and the music was crazy, and yes. it worked for me. 
You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I dig it. I dig it a lot. Um, no, and I'm glad to hear both perspectives. That's why I want to bring it up because mm-hmm. it's, yeah. you know, it, you guys aren't going to just like lap up anything that, you, you know, I, I know you guys take this seriously. And so, yeah, sure. It's, it's like this, this is kind of like a metal version of Masked Singer. But, um, <laughs> and that, and so now you have people, you know, on all these like Reddit forums being like, well, clearly these guys are too good to have like never done anything else before. Like, let's try to figure out who they are. It is Sam yeah. Smith. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, but then you, you, I go on these forums and I see these, you know, what I imagine is a, is a some girl on there being like, this guy is the sexiest man in music and I don't even know what he looks like. And that's what I'm like. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. These guys are about to blow up. Because yeah, the one sure. thing I've learned in the music business is wherever the girls go, that's that's you know it's true it's it's true it's so true yeah Um, well i'll I'll also say that when i was pulling these clips i'd never heard these band i'd never heard this band before i heard the summoning and i didn't know anything about them i didn't know about the mask thing learned about that later Mm. but i thought the music stood up on its own i thought it was really neat like they play into this kind of high fantasy epic you know image that you know maybe not everybody's into but i think they're doing it in a really kind of neat cool way mm-hmm. obviously they're super talented musicians and doing stuff that has been like paths that have been trod before but in a different in a, in a unique way to my ears anyway right i don't know let's i could let's de- hear what i guess what i was trying to say is that i could deal with them with the masks or without it doesn't I, matter i, to me. I, I think I, the I masks think a lot are of, cool i think that I, I think it would i completely agree that if they were just a, a regular band i'd be like okay but it definitely helps the hype yeah. You know, and in this day and age, you need that. However, what's so ironic is that really when you, when you go back and I didn't pull the entire interview that from 2017, but he's basically completely trying to separate. He's like, the reason we wear the masks is to like not Bring create ourselves. hype because people will judge us based on who, like they, we just want people to base to judge us on the music. I call on that. Yeah, I call bullshit on that too. <laughs> well, that might be true, but um, dude, standing up there with like this huge metal sword, like wave, they know their image, they know what they're doing. Yeah, but that's at the live show. You don't know that when you're spot when you're sp- streaming it on Spotify. It doesn't have their their mask on the cover. Yeah, you know. So yeah. in any case, yep. Um, yeah. I was gonna play one more clip, and then we'll have uh, a, an interesting take. Excellent. After that. <laughs>
song is called Hypnosis. It's from one of their earlier stuff, uh, earlier albums, I should say. So yeah, man, we'll see what what happens. They have four. They've released four singles so far. It's almost basically like an EP. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but completely unannounced. There's no like we're gonna release a single, blah blah blah. They just it just shows up, and so that's been that they've had this huge month in in January. Wow. Um, as far as like their streams just going through the roof, like I like I mentioned yeah. earlier, and uh, I I don't know I I always get excited. It's it's like when a, a great new horror movie comes out. I've always yeah. you know, on the pod on the pod I've definitely tried to equalize um, or compare metal bands to like horror movies sometimes you know because sure. like when, you, when you, you it's like that same feeling I'm like ooh I'm excited about this this is gonna be this is gonna be creepy and cool and yeah you know like get, yeah just kind of hits that part of my brain that uh, I'm not I'm not necessarily interested in doing anything like that myself but I always like kind of appreciate it yeah I'm mm-hmm. a fan and so um, here we are you know sleep token we'll see what happens with them. Yeah, um, yeah man. and uh, I can totally see him blowing up. I mean, it's already kind of happened, but it it, yeah. it 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 certainly their album has this album hasn't even come out yet, and I, yeah. I it's, it's it's I think it's going to be kind of at a fever pitch by the time it does, and it's going to be a hot ticket. So uh, it, it, you know, the other thing that I that I clicked on was uh, Justin Hawkins, the <laughs> singer from the Darkness, the Darkness, mm-hmm. the because darkness. he was so you know. He, I can't play the whole thing, obviously, but he starts out. He's like, "Yeah, well, you know, um, everybody like suddenly everybody on my on the comment section was saying you have to listen to this band. You have to listen to this band." So he listened to um, the song "Chokehold," which was the uh, second clip I played you guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, here's what he had to say about it. So this is a brilliant combination, I suppose, of like virtuosity and I don't know pop writing. It's almost pop writing. I don't mean any of this in a negative way. I mean, it's it's just, this is the kind of thing that crosses over and, you know, if anything's going to put prog into the actual mainstream, it's something like this. Yeah, yeah, so there you go. So that kind of struck me too, that he would say yeah. something like that. He makes a really interesting point later on in that clip too. He compares them to like, to the Imagine Dragons. Right. Like, you know, the same type of mm-hmm. song structure and, and approach. He's like, but the Imagine Dragons player would play, like, drum drummer would play it like this, like, real standard thing. But this drummer is approaching it like this. It, the drummer is so much of why it feels like metal to me. Like, totally. Because a lot of the songs, when there's not drums in there, like, it's just real ethereal moving around. Yeah. And, and, then, and then the drums come in and it's like, oh, this is metal. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or it's and, like, and I would. Yeah. The only sorry, the only other thing I was going to say is that I think if if you just took in the indie thing out of it and just called it because it does feel like pop, like it feels mm-hmm. poppy, um, it, or it feels uh, like radio ready. I don't know. There's something about it that's like that 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 sounds like it's yeah more polished and and, and a little bit pop more more pop melodies. Yeah. I agree with you. I mean, it kind of has that like I don't know. Paramore is like the band that jumps yeah. into my head. Like that kind of pop radio, quote unquote you know metal yeah, yeah yeah but they do something it's different though. it's so it's much better. better it's so that's much what better I mean, that's so what i mean creative. by like greg doing this with turnstile where that was kind of like it was like this is like if blink 182 didn't suck <laughs> right <laughs> you know what i mean yes um, yeah yeah and um you know it, i i i would definitely say the drummer reminds me of deftones drummer uh yeah 
Mm-hmm. Well, and the and the drums in the mix for the sleep for sleep token at least are real out front. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like, it's, and they're they're kind of like I mean they're, they're kind of flawless. Like you know if you really oh, pay, yeah. I, no, I, listen, I, I pay attention to those drum tracks and then you you watch clips of them live and he is just crushing it. Like yep, yep. Or or you know what? It's like Polyphia Light. Or she. That's or what she. this is. Yeah. Poly- Who knows? Polyphia. Polyphia Light. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. Mm. It was funny to hear uh, Justin Hawkins' take on Polyphia, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah, like the, the, the uh, you know the the um, the video name is just like, I'm sorry, I just don't get it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he like picks up his guitar. He's like, "What were they doing here?" And he's like, "Ah, never mind." <laughs> anyway, so there Great you have stuff, it, man. Yeah, I have a feeling we're coming back to this because you know what? Like, I have a feeling the next uh, single they drop, I'm going to want to play as a clip again. So, all right, there you go. Cool. Um, Do it. Cool. Yeah, good stuff. Great stuff, boys. 183. We did Woo! it. Happy to do it with you again, Greg. Why don't you tell the fine folks how to get in touch with us if they haven't heard enough of us tonight? <laughs> you can find us online at youshouldcheckitout.com. Send us an email at ysciopodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on social media on facebook instagram our twitter handle is at should check never tweet not yet you can uh <laughs> go on uh spotify and apple Podcasts and listen to us wherever podcasts are heard leave a review and as always tell a friend you should check it out yes, you should well done boys well awesome we'll see you back right. here next week Gia. can't wait peace see you later